The Drive Home with Kent and Dick on Mix 96. Joining me is Michelle Bizdinia, a name we know here in the community, obviously being the executive director of the Steinbeck Chamber of Commerce. First off, what people might not know about you is, is the battle that you've gone through, your battle with cancer. Take us through this story kind of, kind of from the beginning. Sure, sounds good. So it's actually quite a recent story, and uh, I'm going to start with uh, it's a story of hope. It's a story, a uh, difficult story, not going to lie, but uh, the end result, as we are chatting here today, is, is a, a blessing and a message of hope. So it all began early in 2019. So in April of 2019, uh, so not that long ago, no. I was diagnosed with breast cancer having, after having discovered concerning masses in my right breast. So proceeding through multiple tests, as you can imagine how that goes, Mm-hmm. It was confirmed that I had stage 2A breast cancer. And although considered an early stage cancer, you know, they had said you had the good cancer. I wasn't quite sure that cancer and good could ever be in the same <laughs> sentence. Um, but it was determined through the medical profession. And then at that point, a clear treatment plan was determined. So I found myself on to a journey that began in April of 2019. It was a very difficult pill to swallow, not going to lie, um, but the message of hope, I get, you know, I guess you'll continue to ask me some questions, mm-hmm. is, is very, very encouraging. Tell me a little bit about the, the journey itself. Obviously, uh, you said it was the good cancer, but it right. doesn't mean that it didn't take you out of commission for a while, hey? Correct. So, like I said, in April of 2019, I was diagnosed with breast cancer, and uh, due to the multiple masses that were found, phase one of my treatment plan was pretty aggressive. I was in good health, so they considered me a great candidate for two major surgeries. So the major surgeries were mastectomy with abdominal reconstruction, and that occurred just two months, so actually on June 11th of 2019, after I was diagnosed. So, like I said, because of my general health, my medical team determined that recovery from these two major surgeries, so the mastectomy and they used the abdomen as a donor site, it would be significant but manageable. And that then recovery from those, that surgery or those two surgeries, which occurred simultaneously, would take three months. Um, So, yeah, it was a lot to process both physically and mentally, but at the end of the day, I was determined to be considered a cancer survivor at the end of the journey. Which is pretty incredible to be able to say that, hey? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It, it, you know, it, it is humbling. Um, you know, many, many things throughout this journey were significantly humbling. For example, I'm a pretty active and involved person, both in the community, at work here with the Steinbach Chamber, and, and regionally. So it was very humbling post-surgery to not be able to get a bed by myself. I couldn't climb stairs. I couldn't drive for four weeks. I was completely dependent on others. Um, but through it, throughout it all, I chose positivity and all my responses, actions, thoughts, focused on the silver lining and the good that was to come at the end of this journey. Breast cancer is something that we obviously hear a lot about. Still... You must have almost been a little surprised that it happened to you, okay? Very, very surprised. Um, You know, when you go through life, you know that there will be situations in your life of difficulty. Of that we are assured. 
but you never you never quite know when it's going to happen to you and how you're going to handle it. And then when it does, you take it step by step. If you want, if you're okay, I'd take a moment just to share with you uh, my final post to family and friends. And this is verbatim. Okay. So are you okay if I Please. share this with you? Yeah, I do. Okay. So this is verbatim, written on August 16th on 20 of 2019. As I sit at home this peaceful Saturday evening, I compose this final update to you, our loved ones. You've been so generous with your time, food, support, visits, encouraging messages, flowers, gifts, etc. And please know we are forever grateful and thankful to everyone who invested in our lives during this time. We have graciously and humbly accepted all of it. Without question, this has been the most difficult journey to process, manage, and overcome. Through the darkness, there has been a never-ending ceasing light guiding and directing our path. And on this journey to recovery, the drive to heal, to overcome, to remain positive was a choice and a mindset adopted for a lifetime. Long story short, my battle with this cancer is over, and it is a miracle indeed. Upon consultation with my medical oncologist and through further testing of my tissue, I received the most welcome news and I was gifted with a message of grace. On August 16th, my medical oncologist communicated that chemo and radiation were not needed to treat my early stage breast cancer as my lymph nodes were not compromised and all cancer was removed in surgery. Through research and development in women's health, this was confirmed with additional testing, tissue testing via an Oncotype DX test. At that time, the Oncotype DX test was only available in Canada for the past three to four years. Mm. This testing also determined the rate of reoccurrence was just 3%. I was officially given a clean bill of health and was cancer-free. Words cannot express the emotions felt at that final cancer care appointment. Feelings of relief, thankfulness, joy, and a sense of humility filled the room that day, and I distinctly recall my final parting words. It is finished, and I am thankful for the scars. Mm-hmm. Like, and even to be able to say that, uh, to say it is finished is easy, but then to reflect and say, I am thankful for the scars, mm-hmm. that, that is, that's <laughs> quite something. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, not everybody, everybody does have such a positive result. How do you speak with those that maybe are dealing with a family and loved ones that that didn't make it through? Mm-hmm. It is it is something, and everybody's journey is different. And the message of hope remains the same. I was gifted with that message of grace, and the outcome, like you you know you've referenced, and as we're chatting here today, is favorable. And you know. There, there is no obstacle too great to overcome. Don't be afraid to live and celebrate each day as a gift. I was going to ask you what, my, what your message might be to those that are struggling right now, but I think that might just be the message, hey? And there is a, you know, I'd like to also share an inspirational quote someone gifted me with on my journey. And uh, it's titled, Breathe, You're Going to Be Okay, and it's by Danielle Kopke. Mm-hmm. Breathe and remember that you've been in this place before. You've been this uncomfortable and anxious and scared, and you've survived. Breathe and know that you can survive this too. These feelings can't break you. They're painful and debilitating, but you can sit with them, and eventually they will pass. Maybe not immediately, 
but sometime soon they are going to fade, and when they do, you'll look back at this moment and laugh for having doubted your resilience. I know it feels unbearable right now, but keep breathing again and again. This will pass. I promise this will pass. When we're talking about cancer care, obviously the awareness side of things is big, and there's been a lot of fundraisers and that sort of thing and awareness events. Do you feel a little closer to those and and feel the importance maybe a little bit more to get out there and talk breast cancer awareness, especially uh, in October, which we just came through? Absolutely. You know, the ongoing awareness and development of research initiatives continues to be at the forefront of women's health in our province. Uh, My cancer care team, for example, was comprised of surgical oncologists, plastic surgeons, medical oncologists, nurses, and many other support care workers, which provided exceptional care throughout my journey. So initiatives such as this interview provide the platform for continued engagement with those who have overcome significant health challenges. Awareness advances research and development for women's health and cancer care Manitoba. Ultimately, we can all make a difference. So continue to consider Breast Cancer Awareness Month as a priority in giving back because you never know who will be impacted by your support, kindness, compassion, and generosity. And it's kind of seemed like this year maybe there was a little less awareness about this. I haven't seen pink a lot this October. Yeah, you're right. You you see a few, you know, we're very involved in the arena, so you see a few laces, you know, on skates that are pink. Um, you see some tape. Uh, but I, I wonder if part of it, too, is we're restricted in meeting. And we've engaged in a very significant way with Breast Cancer Awareness Month by meeting in person. So I wonder, because we've just been impacted now most recently, um, that, you know, some of that in-person networking has affected some of that awareness. Yeah. It's just part of the world we live in right now. Very true. Cool. Thank you so much for sharing your story, Michelle. You're welcome. 